0: Hello, and after some some time away, <laughs> welcome back to From A to Xenon, a DCOM podcast. I'm Jahan. I'm Avery. Today we are talking about one of multiple DCOMs about mermaids, <laughs> but the one we are talking about is the thirteenth year, starring Ches Starbuck. That's a name I've never forgotten in my whole life. I read it in the credits once, and I said that's gonna stay with me forever. <laughs> Sometimes I think he's named Chet Starbuck. No, it's Chez Starbuck.
1: Yeah. That's
0: a beautiful name. Yeah. Jahan, we've been meaning to do this episode
2: for so long, and I'm so happy that we are actually getting around to it. This movie, I kid you not, like, there were no surprises in this movie. Like, I remember it exactly the way I saw it almost 20 years ago.
0: Wait same i don't think there is a decom there's very few decoms i know better than this one like smart house i thought i knew really well but then like we watched it and i think some things did surprise me but yeah. this one i was like no 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 now the mean boy's gonna get mad at him and <laughs> yeah, yeah every i was like oh they're- he's gonna shock this he's gonna <laughs>
2: There were no surprises in this movie. I remembered it exactly like it was yesterday, 20 years ago. I will say the only thing that shocked me was that I forgot that the dad is Uncle Jesse from Full House. Me that's, too! I saw that's the, o- <laughs> that's the only thing I for, I for, like forgot.
0: I was like, oh! And, and you know that's the thing most adults who saw it remembered. Yes. <laughs> so it was, yeah. I had no recollection of Dave Coulier being the dad. Yes. And I saw his name in the credits and I said, well, I'm starting the notes before we've even seen a child on screen. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think the only thing that shocked me, and this didn't shock me as much as like, I kind of expected it, but it was still like, oh yeah. I remember him as this big teenage boy. <laughs> and it is his 13th birthday, so I know in my heart that I knew he was 13. But I remember him as just this, this, this beefy man of a lad and he is... A thirteen-year-old boy.
2: <laughs> Listen, those, those, those jorts, those, those <laughs> jean shorts. We're
0: going. It's very funny to watch this seventeen years past his age because when we when it came out, we were younger than him by a good bit, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I remember him as very big and grown up, which makes sense because I also remember the eighth graders at all my schools being very big and grown up. Yeah. Yeah. God, what a what a ride. What a time. Ready to dive in? I am ready to. Oh, dive in! Okay.
2: You know what? I didn't even do that on purpose. That was totally by accident.
0: That is uh, the nature of the pod. It is in <laughs> your blood. <laughs> you were abandoned by a podcaster at birth. <laughs> Avery looks too much like a lot of her family for this to be true. No, no. <laughs> um okay yes what a what a start
2: (laughs) you know we got this mermaid swimming
0: with a baby in hand (laughs) a little baby covered in nets it's very uh a lot of the time in this movie i felt like i was like oh i'm watching a marvel movie made on a very low budget (laughs) or like a dc movie made on a very low budget like there were very like aquaman and spider-man moments throughout Mm hmm. hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, this feels very like start of an Aquaman movie. Yeah. And
2: she's she's swimming with the baby in hand and there is a sleeping fisherman who wakes up and sees her tail. And he's like, oh, that's one big fish. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to run from this fisherman. Mm-hmm. And so she you know, in order for her baby to be safe, this mermaid hides behind a buoy and hides her baby on a tiki boat nearby. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I'll come back for him. Like, I need to get away from this fisherman.
0: I I have a question that just occurred to me. Yeah. Why don't you drop the baby? He can breathe underwater What? <laughs>
2: I don't know. Maybe she thought the current was gonna take him and like he would be lost. She you was just, like, let me just
0: you, like you, put him in that baby free fall. <laughs> like, or why don't you swim down? <laughs> Sorry. That was the other question I could have asked. I don't know. Why she does she have to have, you, have her you, tail right?
2: flapping? She, so ailbox I don't know. Tail <laughs> Avery, do not tail shame
0: this this woman. I'm not I'm just saying <laughs> she had that tail showing it was out it was flapping about, um, but I also think like listen, postpartum brain who who can know what to expect? Well, no. she was really going through it. she had given birth to this beautiful baby boy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she she puts him in the on the tiki boat and <laughs> uh the, the uh, Le- basically lets herself be seen by the fishermen so that he'll chase her. She keeps like calling him very like siren behavior, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, mm-hmm. look at me, look at me. And he uh, absolutely wrecks his boat on the submerged rocks, which are very clearly labeled with a sign for our benefit.
2: It, also, let it be said, Johan, you said like, look at me, look at me. But this merwoman doesn't, or this mermaid doesn't talk. The it's whole, weird as hell. The whole <laughs> movie...
0: I don't know why, it was a choice, but she doesn't talk. I think so she can't explain anything to us or any character at any time. That's true. That's- I think the idea is that she's, like, communicating with some sort of psychic echolocation situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, anyway, so she he crashes his sh- ship and a, a nice couple, that I think they aged him down pretty well, weirdly. I would. <laughs> I was like, they do look young. Mm-hmm. Um, played by Dave Coulier and the woman playing his wife. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They spot. They keep hearing something on their on their boat, and they're having a conversation that I would say is not explained nearly enough. Because Dave Coulier says, "Remind me why we came here again," and the mom says. To start a new life, free from the constraints of a bourgeois capitalist existence. See, I thought it was to start a tour boat company. Now, I understand that there's some exposition in there. But what is this mom character they're setting up? I I don't know. It's so so weird. And we'll learn more about her as we go. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, they are distracted by the sound of a crying baby, which is weird to hear in the middle of the ocean. And they go and they find him. And I would say the mom's reaction is not what I would have to finding a an abandoned baby. She's like, can we keep him? Mm-hmm. She's, you know, treating him as uh, they start. They decide to take him and see if anybody has lost him. And we sort of see the mermaid from a distance return to the buoy and realize her her buoy is gone. The buoy is still there, but the buoy. <laughs> the buoy. <laughs> I was doing a little bit of wordplay with boy and boy, but I don't think that's going to translate well. <laughs> Avery is giving me the the, the the hook; she's pulling me off stage, but you can't keep me from making great jokes. Anyway, we see this devastating moment of a mermaid realizing her son is gone, which is like this movie just starts with some like, with a kidnapping. Yeah, and they've decided to name him Cody. Yep. Please note, they have not in any way made any effort to find this baby's parents, but they have named him Cody.
2: Yep. 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 And then we get a 13 years later. Wow. So here we are in the 13th year. My God. Wow. Wow. Cody works with his family on the Tiki touring boat. The boat is broken. Dad is trying to fix it. But you know, My boy, he's doing, he's doing too many things. He's trying to help with the family. He also has a swim meet across town. That's so decom of him. (laughs) (laughs) Like, sir, why aren't you at your middle school swim meet? But anyway, they tell him like the boat breaks down. They're like, oh, you're going to be late for your race. You got to go like, see if you can make the ferry. My boy tries to make the ferry. He misses the ferry. Mm -hmm. But he manages to swim fast enough to actually get on the ferry, which is very impressive, considering that thing has an engine on it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, He zips through that water. Yes. Meanwhile, we're seeing flashbacks or not flashbacks, but we're seeing what's happening at the swim meet. And everyone's like, where's Cody? Have you seen Cody? And, you know, a girl's like, no, I haven't seen him. And, you know, we're seeing the rest of his teammates try to figure out where he is. His coach is trying to figure out
0: where he is. A yeah. cocky boy is saying, like, you know, maybe he got tired of coming in second. Yeah. Uh, people are uh, worried this is the race that will lead them to going to state. So mm-hmm. it's a pretty big deal. If their team wins, they get to go to state.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know,
0: mm-hmm. as an athlete myself, I understand the importance of trying to make it to state championships and what how that... how an- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough about, like, how an athlete feels about a win to, like, even fake it. <laughs> Oh, help. <laughs> Avery was a shot put champion in our youth. So maybe she can speak to this. I absolutely was not. I was the worst one.
2: So a star
0: let's, of track and field.
2: <laughs> let's not let's not go there. Let's not go there. Um, um, But my man, he makes the ferry. He manages to run to the middle school and makes it just in time before the gun goes off for the hundred I- dash.
0: Which which is the the swim race he does, the 100 meters. But my question is, how much distance are we supposed to believe he covered in how much time? I have no idea because it feels like it's happening concurrently with this swim meet. Oh, so, yeah.
2: I, I swear he, like, ran across the whole town.
0: Yeah. And it seems like his parents live somewhere called the Cove. And then there's the mainland. Or is it? No, there, there's the mainland and there's the Cove. And I think his parents live off the mainland because he has to take the ferry mm-hmm, to get mm-hmm, to school. Mm-hmm mm mm-hmm. okay hmm <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um but they're uh they're uh, uh so he gets to the he gets to the race just in time mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. which
0: is very uh shocking because i would say they were about to shoot the do they really shoot guns at sw- middle school swim meets i don't know That felt. I I know
2: that they like, I know that they shoot the guns like when it's an outdoor pool, but the fact that it
0: was an indoor pool. (laughs) Wait, do they shoot them at an outdoor pool in real life? I think so. I feel that feels like an antiquated sort of thing. Like, why would we still do that? I'm not going
2: to lie. The only reference that I have is the Denzel Washington movie with Dakota Fanning, Man on Fire, when he's like, training her to swim faster and he and she's like don't let the gun scare you and they're like he's like practicing
0: is when did this movie happen
2: don't don't worry about it
0: i also i was on the plane yesterday and i saw something with denzel and dakota and i was like what's this oh he's also this is
2: such a wrong train of thought there they they teamed up again and they're reunited (laughs) they reunited in the in the equalizer three i believe but this this is like almost... Because I want to say Man on Fire came out in 2004, 2005. So it's almost been like 20 years since they both.
0: No, TV. that was legitimately my next question was, have they reunited? <laughs> um, and we will return to the podcast about uh, the 13th year. But I first want to say, both of them have careers too big to be in a movie with a three in the title. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Onwards. <laughs> um, Sorry, let me... My notes are not opening. The the tech is against us today. I have oh, to so quit the notes. I can take it. I can take it.
2: Uh the he makes it in time, but poor Cody doesn't even realize that he still has his tennis shoes on. So they're like, dude, you gotta take off your shoes. Oh
0: yeah. He gets up on the block with the like yeah. black basketball shoes still on. Like the black teen boy sized basketball shoes where they're like massive. Yes <laughs> and, and uh everyone's giggling at him yeah.
2: yes he manages to get his shoes off he runs the race
0: he comes in second behind Sean. <laughs> avery's track track star life <laughs> keeps coming out because she she said um 100 meter dash and runs the race oh <laughs> he swims the race sorry it's really important that he swims otherwise i wouldn't have called it <laughs> <laughs> he swims the race and manages to come in second behind sean Mm -hmm. um that that sort of cocky boy But he's He's like his friend he's just kind of a douche yeah
2: yeah Yeah. um the coach says that he couldn't be happier because he has players who place first and second Mm -hmm. um and he's like oh what does he say this is the happiest day of my coaching career
0: yes exactly tear in his eye yeah
2: um after the match they're like oh we're gonna make it to state finals like this is it this is our year um but we see this kid with like a giant tuba which is clearly coded as like the nerdy kid he falls into the pool and the coach says someone get this cool get this kid out of my pool and helps him get out
0: yes because that kid's like help i can't swim and he's immediately drowning um fully dressed sousaphone or tuba around him just uh yes so cody he's someone get this kid out of my pool and cody jumps in before i think before anybody else and like sean's like cody to the rescue so cody is somewhat kind in that he goes first to save this child and there were 13 20 20 other kids who could have also jumped in
1: Mm -hmm. um Mm
0: -hmm. and then he gets him out and he's like wow thanks (laughs) and Cody's kind of not nice to him. It's uh, he's just like he, he's he he's already gone by the time Jess is trying to thank him. He is this boy is Jess. We learn, um, mm-hmm. and he's like he's already made his way away before Jess can thank him, and it's clear like he doesn't have the time of day for this kid, which yeah. is uh, listen, not that nice. Um, but would you? But wouldn't you? Would you have the time too if Sam was waiting for you outside? I'm so glad you said that, because I absolutely would not. If the girl of my dreams was waiting for me outside my swim meet, she's, she's uh, the dream girl. She's the girl everybody wants. She's uh, Sean's offering her a ride home in his father's uh, sports car, and she says, I'd rather walk with Cody. Not in a mean way, she just would rather walk with Cody. And then when Sean leaves, Avery, what happens when Sean goes to get in his dad's car?
2: They start holding hands, friends. And this wasn't even like a holding hands. This was like fingers interlocking, interlacing. It was, it was too much for middle school, Avery. I was like, whoa. (laughs)
0: Was too much for middle school. It
2: was, it was too much for me. It was, it was like, oh, oh my word. And so they're about to go take this long walk home. Cause even Cody was like, oh, are you sure? Like. It's a long walk home. And she was like, yeah, no, I'd rather go with you. Um, but then his parents come in the minivan and interrupt the moment.
0: I What I don't understand is, is it a secret that they're together if they're not letting Sean see, but they're letting his parents see? Yeah. And his par- what, what's going on there? No, I think it's like,
2: technically like Sean, Cody, and like Sam are all friends and they're all on the swim team. And I think it's like clear that Sean kind of likes...
0: Oh, all oh, the so like they're, they're trying to prevent a little bit of drama. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And but even goes, Cody's parents or Cody's dad is like, are you guys an item now? Like, he knows.
0: He, he knows. knows. So yeah. everybody knows. Yeah. Um. All right. I also yeah. want to call out that when he shows up late to the swim meet, the coach says, are you trying to give me a myocardial infarction? I just feel like that's not something a human being would say. No. That's yeah. all. um so cody he's a dreamboat but is he doing great in school not as as well as he could be no but i but can we rewind can we rewind
2: because so after um cody's parents go and pick him up we see the guy the fisherman who saw the mermaid 13 years ago john wheatley Mm because he because he's still on the hunt for this mermaid and even like the fishermen guys like make fun of him because they're mm. like oh are you are you looking for aliens like and John Wheatley's just like one day fellow it's like one day like I'm going to prove you guys wrong
0: and then yeah
2: yeah and then we find out that the tuba kid who Cody saved out of the water is John Wheatley's son Jess Wheatley
0: yeah Jess Wheatley Okay. Yeah so all the other fishermen make fun of him and he's like really determined to prove that there's mermaids in a kind of uh, scary way. Yeah, yeah. It's weird because Jess is the sweet little nerd and his dad is often scary. Um, Anyway, we find out that Cody, listen, he's got the life. He's the most popular boy in school and he's dating Sam, which makes her the most popular girl in school and it's Things are dreamy. Things are lovely, except he's got it all worked out, except his grades. He's got getting an F in science. That that's not great. It looks Sean gets a good grade. It's not addressed. We just see him smiling at his test, and I was like, oh, so Sean's life might be a little, little uh, more together. And then we see Cody. Uh, well, then the teacher is like, all right, we have a partner project coming up. Uh, they were randomly assigned. And he is, in fact, paired with Jess. Mm-hmm. And Sean even says, looks like your luck ran out. But I actually disagree. Because it turns out, Jess is obsessed with marine biology. And it's the marine biology project. Yup. <laughs> we about to ace this. <laughs> and he's uh, Jess is like, hey, so I'm actually pretty good at this stuff. Don't worry about it. Let's work on it. Do you Are you free to work on it tomorrow? And he's like, tomorrow's kind of a big day for me he's like oh yeah what well, what are you getting up to and cody's like it's my birthday i'm having a party you can come if you want and it's like a very like throwaway invite it is not a uh, a a an invite has have been has been received from your dear friend and the next day we are at one rockin party
2: It is like, you can definitely tell that Cody is a popular kid because so many kids were at his birthday party at his house. Um, His mom, you know, brings out the cake and the cake is very red. And they're like, what
0: is this? And she's like, it's beet cake. Uh, This feels like something that might have happened to you after your mom went vegan. Listen,
2: (laughs) I in my notes, I literally have this is Felicia coded my mom. And I was like, mom. You know, when she went vegan, we were all about making the banana brownies and the no. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is definitely something my
0: mother would do." Didn't she have earrings that said vegan? Oh,
2: oh yes, my mother has earrings that say vegan. She has broccoli earrings. She gave me a shirt that says vegan-ish. Like Cody's mom is my mom. Let's just
0: let's just <laughs> until we get to one particular part where I I think felicia feels different
2: <laughs> we'll see we'll get there
0: <laughs> We'll <see.
2: laughs> um but yeah he mom makes a beet cake and they're all like yeah it's good just like you're something something tofu which you know clearly means that Mama's been out here making some interesting things.
0: It's um, also interesting because it's like, she asks if they like it, and Cody feels obligated to lie to not hurt her feelings. It's your birthday, boy. You could be like, I I, I just wanted chocolate. <laughs> I'd like, I don't know. I feel like that's the one time a year you could probably be like, no, Mom, this isn't actually what I asked for. You know, he's a nice boy. He, he does not to hurt his- their feelings. <laughs> he is mostly a nice boy. Yeah. Unfortunately, what happens next reveals that Cody is a little bit too susceptible to peer pressure because Jess bikes up and Sean's like, what's the nerd doing here? And Cody's like, I mean, I kind of invited him yesterday, but I didn't think he'd actually show. And they, the thing is you have an unexpected guest at your party. Sure. There's only one way that I think you should handle that, which is being nice to the boy who's just biked up to your party. And that's not what happens.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: It, Uh, sean and cody are both teasing him and it's just very clear that he's not welcome there and then they um they sent uh he he's biking away and his mom is like who's uh stops him Uh, and she's like he hands her a gift for cody Mm -hmm. because he's like she's like are you a friend of cody's he's like I guess not. Or something so sad. Every line Jess says is so sad or so funny. There's no in-between. There's nothing else for him. Or sometimes both. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I should say, before Jess biked over... Something-,
0: something very important happened. I am so sorry. Something critical
2: happened. Because... When after he after Cody has the beet cake, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go inside to like go get some water. Drinking water is important in this movie, just FYI." But he's like, "I'm gonna go get some water."
0: Hydrate myself. Yes,
2: and Sam follows Cody into the room, into the house, but she brings her present along with, like, with her, and he, she's like, "Oh, like you didn't think I forgot or something like that." Even though he has a whole bunch of presents,
0: like, okay, he's he's like. Um, I was kind of wondering. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Well, you can't give this gift in front of everyone else. Why is that, Avery? Because it's a picture of herself. A framed photo of herself for him to keep. Age 13. Age 13. It was too much for me. I went on my first date at age 25.
2: (laughs) It was? Too much. Wait, so he gives her the picture of himself, of oh. herself. But then she's like, oh, and there's another present, but this one's not wrapped, or this one he doesn't have to open. And my girl, oh. Sam, puckers up to give him a kiss. A kiss. Ah. <laughs> ah. And when they kiss, it's like, I don't even know how you would describe it, John. It wasn't like a spark, but it was like... It was like an electric shock. A gl- yeah, it was like an a glowing circle, like, comes out. And they're like, whoa, that was weird. And Cody's like, oh, maybe we can try again. And Sam was like, maybe on your next birthday.
0: I know she did it. Like, <laughs> no. whole a year before the next kiss? Please, you're playing things pretty fast and loose with this framed <laughs> picture of yourself, miss... Okay, so the, then we see him be mean to Jess, and Jess bikes away from the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that night, his parents, you know, come to say goodnight and are like, he's a big teenager, he's a big he's a big teenage boy now, things are different. I remember when he was making mud pies. <laughs> <laughs> um, And they're like, hey, you forgot to open a present. And it's a the Jess present, and it's a copy of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Wow, Jess is such a good present giver. You know I love a good gift giver. Um, And then he starts reading it and falls asleep and has a very weird underwater dream with a lot of like glowing circles and mermaid and swimming.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: The next morning, he goes down to the kitchen and uh, grabs some orange juice, which he drinks out of the carton like an animal. Or maybe some milk. It was one of the two. Yeah. And- the carton is uh stuck to his hand and he has to kind of dislodge it and then he just like is looking at his hands very confused and what's weird to me is his mom then starts looking at her hands weird and i i didn't get it
2: i had a very vivid memory or like uh, recall of this scene because i i think growing up i thought it was so funny that like he's looking at his hands and, mo- and like the mom is looking and like the dad comes downstairs and like looks at his hands. And it's like,
0: <laughs> maybe I shouldn't write for children because to me, I was like, mm, how is this going to play? It makes oh, I, no, I thought it was so funny. That's then so then, funny. Oh, my God. And gosh. then the
2: dad is like, am I the only sane person at
0: this house? <laughs> well, I, I knew that that got a laugh because Dave Coulier de- delivering a line with that cadence. Please, that's comedy gold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so that day, uh, we, we then see Jess in a tide pool mm-hmm. and, um, Cody like runs up to him and is like, Hey, what'd you do it? <laughs> What's going on here? And he's like, ask any social outcast how they spend they t- their time. They find a spot and they stick their head in the ground. Makes the time fly by and it's good for the skin. This boy has so much to say about how much people don't like
2: <laughs> I know. He's like, he's like, some nerds have Star Trek
0: or Dungeons and Dragons. I have this. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Nerds don't have friends. They have hobbies. Sir. He he could give a TED talk on the topic. <laughs> he's ready. Um. Dang. But... Jess is very excited about the tide pools and like is able to explain like how it's a whole... He's like, you're just looking in these tide pools? Aren't they all kind of the same? There's lots of them. Uh, you know, Cody doesn't get it. But Jess is v- both very excited about this and also kind of a good teacher. Because he's like, no, they're each like their own little world. You know, there's the hunters, then there's the hunted. It's kind of like the real world. And... It actually, like, Cody's like, oh, it's like in biology when she said that about, she said tide pools were like their own ecosystem. And it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, Cody, you got an F in bio. Are you retaining things? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he shows him the tide pool and importantly, Cody sticks his hand in the water. That's important because he pulls his hand out and he and Jess both see that he has scales on his hand. (laughs) yeah (laughs) what (laughs) it's so it's so funny talking about a movie that there are no surprises in for us because i feel like normally we're talking about all the things that we didn't remember but we're like yeah and then there's scales on the boys
2: (laughs) and they're like what are those Um, (laughs) cody's like oh it's nothing but then through this little conversation that they have they come to an agreement Mm-hmm. And the agreement is, you know, Jess is really good at biology and is really good at this stuff. So Jess agrees that he'll teach Cody biology if Cody teaches Jess how to swim.
0: What a deal. Yeah. And Cody's like, oh, that's that'll be easy. Okay. <laughs> <All right>. Sick. <laughs> like. Um. But Cody is the bathroom next. There is this- a Very weird moment where Cody is in the bathroom trying to figure out the scales on his hand, and his mom's like, Honey, are you sick? And he's like, No, mom, I'm fine. (laughs) And he's like, Washing his hands, trying to get it off. And it's like this very weird, like, The writer was probably like, Huh, the mom thinks he's doing something inappropriate and teenaged in there. And the kids watching, as kids watching, I was like, Why is she asking why he's in the bathroom? He's in the bathroom to use the bathroom. Uh yeah.
2: I think I don't remember. Well, it might have been this scene. Yeah. Yeah. Things are happening is mm-hmm. what you
0: need to know. Things are happening.
2: Um, the next scene is at school. Mm-hmm. Jess and Cody are talking. Jess says that he looked up his condition and he's like, oh, plenty of people have scales. Like there are some people who have wet feet. Like, you're lucky help Cody's like can we just like drop this like um Cody asks if he wants to get together after school to help with the project but he's like oh we have to meet at your house because like my parents are doing like boat tours and Jess is like hey like I should warn you like my dad's a little eccentric like he's a little little different um, this is where I also made a note here that the angles that the director chose for like Cody and Jess, I swear that camera is like going like this because they make Cody look like a giant.
0: next Maybe well, that's them. why I remember him as so large. Oh yeah. Those camera angles.
2: It's like Jess is either looking up like this or like Cody's looking down like this. And I'm like, there's not so uh,
0: right let there. the record show that Avery is directing oh. the camera up under Sorry. Cody <laughs> to make him look large and down uh, <laughs> uh, over just to make him look tiny. I'm just
2: saying, there were some things that I was like, Cody looks like a giant when I know he's not.
0: It's so funny. <laughs> Avery was really doing some mime for you guys, and I'm sorry you don't get to appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, uh, so we go to Justice's place by the harbor, mm-hmm. and Cody is starting to explore through the dad's stuff. Um, and you see that like Justice's dad has like collected all this weird stuff. Mm-hmm. You see all these things about like mer people. Mm -hmm. um the dad comes by and even asks cody if his parents have ever seen anything strange on the
0: harbor and it's it's a very like like the actor committed too hard to this character i think almost because it's not like i wouldn't say it's like the kids movie of the like a kids movie version of this character it's the like scary movie version of this character where he's like your parents ever seen anything (laughs) weird on the harbor it's just like i don't know i remember being like wigged out by him as a kid too yeah no he's a little scary
2: like he for for a minute there you're like oh i don't know which direction this character is gonna go like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um but yeah he asked him has he seen anything weird you know cody says no and john wheatley's like i saw one like i saw a mermaid. Um, like I actually saw one and like one day I'm going to prove it. Um, next scene, we're back at school. Cody got an A on the project. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we also see back at school that Cody is drinking so much water. He's just thirsty all the time. This man is so thirsty that he has a line behind him at the water fountain. That's like 10 people deep. And back at home, like, Cody's trying to convince his parents that, like, something is wrong. Like, he very is, he's very vocal, which I think is different from other decom. Yes. Because a lot of times, like, you see kids, like, when something weird is happening to them, they're trying to, like, hide it mm-hmm. or, like, conceal it from their parents. No. Cody is very, like, something is wrong. He's like, mom, dad, like, I'm always thirsty. I'm shocking people. I'm getting scales,
0: like periodically like something is wrong he like- is not like yeah it's i felt so different from other decoms. i completely agreed i had the exact same reaction where yeah. i was like oh he's trying to tell his parents they're the ones who aren't believing that's that feels completely mm-hmm. like the inverse of what we're used to mm-hmm
2: And this is where I said, Cody's mom is my mom coded because she's like, oh, there's nothing that a little natural medicine can't fix because the dad is like, oh, maybe we should like go to the doctor. And it's like, oh, you said the D word. (laughs) And it's like doctors are quacks with stethoscopes and there's nothing that a little natural medicine can't fix. And I was like, oh
0: okay because that was giving (laughs) anti-vaxxer well okay no which which i I know
2: felicia isn't no i should not smear felicia's good name (laughs) that woman as soon as a vaccine is out she is the first one in line but (laughs) that natural medicine
0: like oh let's have some elderberry and let's have some this (laughs) that is very Felicia. maybe i'm besmirching this (laughs) character because i heard that and i was like I truly typed, Cody's mom is an anti-vax? Oh, no! <laughs> no, but, you know, my family believes in natural medicine, too. I uh, It's very funny because my brother doesn't. Uh, my oldest brother doesn't. And I was like, I-, I buy into whatever y'all tell me. I will drink the... Th- I have to take... <laughs> I actually have a scratchy throat right now, so I probably should do this, but I won't because I hate it. But every time I had a cough when I was a kid, and Avery knows this, because I had a cough for all of high school, and... <laughs> I had to eat a spoonful of honey with turmeric. Yeah, that's very Felicia coated. And now I, I don't like the taste of honey, honestly. Very really? Because I ate so much of it as a kid, I think, and it was like I always connected it with like just having, like, having to eat a full spoonful is, it's yeah. a lot.
2: Yeah, no, that's no, that's definitely Felicia coated. That woman has smoothies with like black pepper and turmeric and like banana and honey, and I'm like, is that even good?
0: He should uh, exchange recipes with my grandmother. We also have a really good story about her like throwing an egg into a four-way intersection when my cousin had the flu or something. That one is harder to explain. (laughs) That's not natural medicine. That's sorcery. (laughs) 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 Um, But the uh, yeah. So his mom is, as they say, not a big fan of modern medicine. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he next we're at a carnival, and he's on a little uh, date or something with Sam, and mm-hmm. she's like, "She's like, so do you think you're contagious, whatever you have?" And he's like, "Oh no, 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 I'm not contagious." And she's like, "Good," and holds his hand. But what at- happens when he when they hold hands? On? <laughs> Her hair goes up with the static, and that uh, like, and people around start giggling, including Cody, who can't help it. And uh, but I honestly thought he was going to get mad about that. But it's just like this thing where he giggles and doesn't tell her what's happening.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: it's very cute. Mm-hmm. And they're holding hands again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Cody is still trying to convince his parents. And the next day he calls them and is like, I think I'm getting worse. And this scene felt very Spider-Man to me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. very very early like the same thing with the sticking to the hands like that feels like toby Maguire's spider-man to me We uh-huh. can't get the stuff in the cafeteria off and now this feels um but like his parents come into the room and they see him stuck to the ceiling in like a little spider-man pose and the mom's like call the doctor Call called the doctor he's like it's time to get those vaccines in him. <laughs> <laughs> we're not spreading smallpox in my house. <laughs> measles will not make a return under this roof it's also so funny because I don't think anti-vaxxer rhetoric was as like strong in the year this movie came out so like it, it was about to have a moment but I think that the writer had no way of knowing how this would look to me in the year 2023 <laughs> mm, mm. yeah um <laughs> and then they they see the doctor, and what does the doctor uh, diagnose him with?
2: Y'all, why did this doctor say that what Cody is experiencing, the sticking on the ceiling, is a symptom of
0: puberty. What? <laughs> and that is also when we learn that Cody does, in fact, know that he is adopted uh, oh yeah, because his he like the doctor's like, it says here that he's adopted, that you're his adoptive parents, and they're like, yeah, and uh, they he asks them to leave the room, but I think just because he thinks Cody will be embarrassed by a diagnosis of pu- puberty, which I would be too, because I would be embarrassed that somebody gave you a medical degree. Yeah,
2: yeah, I said someone take away this man's medical license immediately, <laughs> in all caps.
0: <laughs> um, And l- so Cody and Jess meet up and... Oh, and he's like I'm no doctor but does this look like puberty to you mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jess says something that I really love which is it's one of the only lines where he's not like talking down on himself he's like hey I, I might be a nerd uh, something like I-, I I might be a nerd but I'm a pretty brilliant guy or something like that but he calls himself a pretty brilliant guy and I'm like yeah <laughs> so he- and just offers to help in some way yeah mm-hmm. yeah And he's like, he lists all the symptoms, which are, you're generating electricity, you're sticky like Spider-Man, you're scaly when wet. And he's like, yeah, I've been trying to tell my mom. (laughs) Yeah. At
2: this point, Jess has done experiments on Cody for a week.
0: Oh, yes, yes. They decide that Jess can run tests to help him figure out what's going on.
2: Yeah, so... I loved this little montage. It was so sweet
0: because he's like pulling scales off of Cody's arm. That is one of the moments that is in my memory. I I remember him pulling the scales so well. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Um, They're like talking to, or no, like they're in front of Cody's fish tank. And he tells one of the fish like, you jump. And like one of the fish like immediately jump out of the tank.
0: He, uh, Jess hands him a little light bulb, and the second it touches Cody's hand, it lights up. Yeah, yeah. I I love this, particularly because it's, like, it all is immediately proven true as soon as we're wondering about it. There's no, like, delay where it's, like, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Like, Mm. Jess believes him, and Jess witnesses it immediately. There's no, like, there's no moment of, like, hiding it or figuring it out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: Um... But at this point, like Jess like, is Jess- still unsure. Like we've seen all these things happen, but we're still unsure like what it is. But Jess tells him, like, hey, you should probably stop getting in the water because like that's what's making your symptoms worse. Mm-hmm. And Cody's like, no, like I need to be in the water. Mm-hmm. Plus, he has a responsibility to his swim team. He can't let people down. He's like, no.
0: Right. Cause they, even though he got second, they still made it to state.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And so then we see Jess and his dad
2: talking and Jess is going through his dad's books and they're talking about kind of the, the mermaid research or the merman research. And, you know, Jess's dad says something like, they say that like on the 13th year, like that is when people like, I guess merman like start to get their like merman, mermaid qualities or something like that. And so, you know, the wheels in Jess's brain are, like, turning. And then he even asks his dad, like, hey, dad, like, when did you see your mermaid? And he was, like, 13 years ago. No way. And so Jess is, like, oh, my gosh. And even his dad is, like, why is that an interest? And he's, like, oh, no reason and all this other stuff. But I think this is, like, pretty much confirms for Jess that, like, Cody is a mermaid.
0: But, right. He ran yeah. all those tests yeah Um, that's basically he doesn't want to say this to cody he he recognizes how it sounds but cody's Mm -hmm. like it's been a week tell me what's up and he's Mm -hmm. like well you know i have a theory (laughs) um and he's like i i just think you might he was like you might be a mermaid and he does say mermaid and he's like what or a merman Mm -hmm. um and cody is at first like have I ever, uh, he's like, it's, I thought he was going to like reject what Jess, I didn't really think this because I knew, but it's like that moment where you think he's going to reject what Jess says and be like, Mm. you don't know what you're talking about, whatever. But he's, he actually is like, have I ever told you I'm adopted? Yeah. (laughs) And Jess is like, no, but this is a weird time to bring it up. And I was like, Jess, I thought you were a pretty brilliant guy. It's the only time to bring it up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cody immediately goes home and tells his parents that he needs to find his birth parents. Mm -hmm. He's like, Listen, I've been having these crazy dreams. Like, and even his parents still are like, No, you're fine. You're fine. It's not until Cody, like, puts his arm under the water and then they see the scales that are like coming across his arm that his parents are like, What? (laughs) Something is up, it turns out. Yeah. And so this is when they finally like it's it takes them seeing the scales on his arm for them to finally tell him that like yo we found you on a boat. <laughs> we
0: found him on a boat is so funny and he's like you just found me on a boat in the middle of the ocean. And they're like yeah. And they're like oh yeah we
2: like looked around and like asked people was were they missing a baby but like no one came for you
0: so and by that time you were already part of the family. Yeah. What did- unhinged lives they agree with jess though they haven't heard Jess. they're like you can't swim anymore and he's like Swimming's is the, the most important i don't know he, he wants to swim it's very footloose it's like mm. there's no swimming in this town mm-hmm. um and he's like i have to swim i owe a responsibility to the, like the swim team and they're like until we figure this out no swimming and then he goes and he's sad and he talks to his fish in the fish tank and he's like i'm one of you now
2: um, but what does he try to do after he says he's one of them
0: he tries to eat the fish food <laughs> it's, and he is disgusted by it so he's not fully fish yet mm-hmm. um, so they uh the next day he overhears his parents and I gotta say his parents are having this private conversation pretty loud mm-hmm. mm-hmm. for people who are trying to keep something from a
1: mm-hmm.
0: concerned 13 year old boy And the mom is basically like, I am not turning him into a medical experiment. The dad is like, or like, I'm not letting them turn him into like some sort of uh, take him and tour him around like some sort of dolphin boy. And the dad's like, well, it kind of is. Um, So the dad wants, he's like, we're not equipped to handle this. I want to go to some sort of authority uh, or talk to somebody about what's going on with Cody so we can get some help. And the mom, I think reasonably, does not trust any of those authorities or any of those. She's like, the moment anybody finds out about him, they're going to ship him to some secure military facility, mm-hmm. <laughs> which mm-hmm. is true and awful. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> and
2: so Cody, you know, he decides to, I don't even know if it's like the same day after overhearing his parents have this conversation, but he decides to go swimming in the ocean. Which feels like what he was just told not to do. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I just want to make sure that, you know, we all heard it. uh, The stakes were, if anything, heightened in the last conversation he heard. Because he now learned that there was a chance he'd be taken away.
2: Yeah. So he decides to go swim in the ocean. And who
0: sees him?
2: But his mermaid mother. His mama. (laughs) And she sees him from afar. And she's watching him. And Cody is able to swim up and jump out of the water like a dolphin, which is wild.
0: Yes, he does do this little free willy jump. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> um, uh, yes, and he comes
2: out of the water, and at this point, he has like full on like, is it fins?
0: It's like yeah, it's like little arm arm fins. Yeah, the scales are leading up into these. Uh, great job to the makeup and effects department. These little little uh, creepy like flipper uh, fins. Yeah, they're fins. Yeah. You're. Mm.
2: Yeah. And Sam spots him on the beach. And so she's like, oh, hey, Cody. And like, he immediately has to like bury his arms in the sand. And, you know, she's trying to be nice. She's like, oh, like, hey, how's it going? Like, do you want to go out for a swim? And Cody's immediately like, no, and like shuts her down. Um, He's like, I just need some time alone. And, you know, my girl Sam's a little heartbroken. And, you know, she kind of just like walks away and is like really sad skipping we're back at school after Mm -hmm. this little incident Mm -hmm. um jess and cody are at the pool for his swim lesson jess is scared to jump in the pool despite having flippers like floaties floaties my boy has like little rafts around him this is also very felicia coded because we one time (laughs) went to hawaii and my mother had fins a, a life vest on and like three floaties and we we're like mom it's impossible for you to drown and she was like in fear of her life
0: that is uh, very Jahan coded as well <laughs> i can't swim and i don't want to <gasps> know that i like maybe i can keep myself alive but i don't know that that's true you know okay 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 avery why do you think i've never gone on a romantic beach vacation with you it's not for lack of desire i'm dead wait are we going somewhere we are going to a bachelorette with a hot tub within the next three weeks we are so
2: johan i'll swim i'll learn how to swim in the hot tub (laughs) um I don't even know where we are i've been so distracted i i i know where day. we are <laughs> okay bring us back bring
0: us back and sean sees cody helping jess and is like what are you doing hanging out with that loser nerd who i don't want to look at i don't want him on the bottom of my shoe he didn't say all of these things but he, he's just so mean to him. he's not one of them he's like he's not one of us and this is when cody says one of us what are we exactly which is a good point because you are literally not the same species sean <laughs> but he's like we are the team the guys everyone wants to be and sean, uh, cody cody finally has that moment that i've been waiting for him to have all movie where he's like jess is my friend you got a problem with that deal with it
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Oh, shit <laughs> When
2: okay, can I also say when Sean was like us, the type of guys that everyone wants to be? It was very devil wears product coded,
0: like Mm -hmm. everybody
2: wants to be us. And I was like, ooh.
0: Also, a lot of these scenes, we're not saying this because they're children, but for a lot of these scenes, these boys are in speedos with jackets open over them, and that's it. Very I remember being like as a kid, being like, What is what is this? (laughs) And then about 17 years later, I realized I was gay. Because <laughs> I do know that many, many people had like a, a, a an awakening to this film. Oh, really? I feel like people are always like, yeah, you know, the handsome mermaid. Okay. Okay. I mean, I see it. I mean, he was, I mean. We were more into the handsome uh, leprechaun. <laughs> the next day. Is the next day the swim meet? Or no go. Wait, ahead.
2: rewind. I'm sorry. I'm I broke I broke us up. Uh Sean's like, everyone wants to be us, blah, 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 blah. And then Cody's like, well, I'll see you at the meet tomorrow. And it's right. like, yeah, they do that whole back and forth of like, like, I'll see you at the race. And Jess is like, Are you crazy? Like you can't go swimming. Like, you're you should not be in the water, sir. And Cody's like, no, it'll be fine. Like, I'll
0: be swimming so fast that, like, no one will see me anyway. This idiot. Cody. You- and the next day, um, Cody is once again not at the swim meet. <laughs> There's a cat being an absolute freak behind me. Sorry. <laughs> um. So the next day, Cody is not yet at the swim meet, and it suddenly feels a lot like that first scene at the swim meet where we're, uh, everyone's waiting on Cody and the coach is, like, getting his myocardial infarction... um um, and jess is i think probably kind of reassured by cody not being there and then we go to cody's house and we see his parents check in on him and they're like hey how's everything going not going to the swim meet and he's like it's fine i'm fine Mm -hmm. and then as soon as they close the door our boy is on his way Mm -hmm. um So Cody, Cody goes to the swim meet and he shows up and Jess is outraged to see him. He's like, and he starts talking shit about athletics as an as an institution. It's so funny. He's like, swim, all you do is go back and forth. You got to touch a wall before another guy. At least all the other sports have cheerleaders. You guys don't even have cheerleaders. And Cody's like, what are you trying to say, Jess? He's like, are you and he just says it plainly he's like are you willing to screw up your whole life for this team mm. and cody's like you're right i'll stop swimming tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> yo and uh the race goes swimmingly stop <laughs> stop with the puns <laughs> um Cody is going faster than he's ever gone before. We hear from the commentator that they are like neck, he's neck and neck with Sean. And then he's like passing Sean, which he's never done before. And at the end of the race, he set a new state record. Mm -hmm. That's a big fucking deal. And Mm -hmm. uh, this is the thing I remembered best, which is he wins the race. And at the end of the race, he looks and he sees and his fins are out. Which is yes. not no,
2: but I want to be clear.
0: He goes
2: like this. oh, no one can see He's pumping his arms up for so long. Yes, to the point that like Jesse's dad is in the crowd and like he has his binoculars and like clearly sees the fins. Sean next to him in the other lane is like, what the heck is that? Like he yeah. has his arms pumped up for a long time before he realizes like, oh, I need to put them down.
0: Also, does this feel like a victory to you, Cody? This feels dash actually like winning and if dash won the race in the incredibles like like yeah. what does that mean to you, sir yeah. um but he's very excited and um uh yes jess's dad sees jess sees and then when he sees sean seeing cody this is the thing i remember best about this movie cody grabs onto a light is it a light here? or a wire,
2: like the the pull, the piping that's like in the pool or something like that okay. yeah.
0: he grabs onto something that he like electric shock supercharges in some way and knocks out all the lights for the building mm-hmm. how he knew that was ha- would happen, i don't know but that's what he does um and then he um sean clearly thinks he cheated i mean he's like i saw something i saw you had something cody is that what you couldn't take getting second anymore and sh- cody like puts on his jacket and races away into the locker room and uh sean chases him into there and is like looking for him saying all this stuff about like you know you couldn't handle being uh, being second anymore and he doesn't find him but it's like clear that like some sean is Sean is not having it. And then we see that Cody is on the ceiling of the locker room, which, again, feels very Spider-Man, feels very that moment in Wendy Wu where... Uh, is it Shang who's hiding that way? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you. My, my, was the movie we did last, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> was it? Maybe.
2: You're right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: unfortunately, uh, so... The scales are—he suddenly we're back. Uh, His—he leaves the gym like in a hurry. He's damp. He's wearing a jacket over his speedo, and his parents pull up in the minivan, and they're like, "Get in!" <laughs> and he's like, "Is there anything you?" They're like, "Is there anything you want to tell us?" And he's like, "I won my race." <laughs> then we cut to him at home, like they're they're hair drying him because the scales are not going away this time, and he's like, "I don't understand. It's never taken this long." <laughs> Um, and they're like did anybody see you and he's like I don't think so and then Jess walks in and is like I saw everything <laughs> Oh, which is so perfect and he's like okay and I, also there's a chance Sean saw but nobody else and they're like well bef- before he says that they're like Jess are people at the pool talking and they're like well Cody smashed a state record and then left and disappeared everybody's talking yep <laughs> A very good point. But like, and then he's like, well, I guess Sean might have also seen, but nobody else. And then Sam walks in as he's like arms up again. And she's she like. Faints immediately, <laughs> mm-hmm. because of course she was going to come looking for you because you left after smashing a state record. This mm-hmm. boy, he's stupid.
2: Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, Sam comes to. And everybody's like, yeah, I guess we should tell her he's a merman.
0: Um, and she's like, you people are nuts. Cody says it's a long story, Sam. I don't even know where to begin. And Jess is like, he's a merman. <laughs> My prince. <laughs> <laughs> um, She's like, you people are crazy. You people are nuts.
2: But they're all like, okay, Sam, but you got to keep this under wraps. Like, you can't tell anybody.
0: And she's like, you actually think Cody's a mermaid? And all everyone else in the room goes, Merman. <laughs> yep, yep. Which I very much remember from. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of the biggest parts of this movie to me is everyone correcting Mermaid to Merman <laughs> repeatedly. Yep. Um, and he's like, it's not as bad. Sam's reaction is much worse than I would have expected. Oh, yeah. She does she, not take it well. She is bigoted against the fish people. <laughs> because he's like it's not as bad as it seems and she goes Cody you're a fish and he's like okay so, so she believes it The her problem is not that it's not true it's that he's a, it's fully that he's a fish mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. she, he's like okay it's worse than it seems but I really need you now he writes the Lady A classic no it's that Sugarland or Lady a- I don't know need you now oh yeah decades ahead of time and she's like, look, I promise I won't tell anybody, but this is too much. And in this instance, I do agree with her. This is too much to keep on, like, to ha- handle for a 13-year-old with a boyfriend. Yes. 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 He was putting a lot on you. Yes. And then he leaves. Uh, she leaves. Yeah. Tragic. And then
2: the next time they're back at school. There is a time <laughs> jump, pretty clearly.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, Sean and Sam are talking at school and like Cody comes up and is like, Hey, like, I've been trying to reach you. I've been trying to call you. Like, you know, she really doesn't respond. I forget what she says. Um, But Sean's accuses Cody of cheating because he was tired of coming in second. And he's like, Oh, like, what did you use? Like, did you use steroids? Did you use pills? Um, I thought we were friends. (laughs) Yeah, And Sean's like, you know, it must be a sh- like it, you must be sad because like cheating was the only way like you could beat me.
0: And then they start getting into a fight. And Jess immediately pops up. Jess, king among men. Yeah, Cody had to kind of learn how to be nice. Jess never had to learn how to be nice. Yeah, Jess, um, is
2: like <laughs> stop beating each
0: other up because then who's gonna beat up me? Like. If anyone's gonna get beaten up here, it's gonna be me. Okay. What else am I gonna do between periods? It's in the job description. Sorry, needed a full line read for you. Yeah, thank you. I mean, it was it was a
2: really good line read. Thank you. I wasn't doing it justice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and Sean is of course like, you've got Jess fighting your battles now, and Cody does take the bait and is like, Jess, leave it. I got. I'll handle this. Um. Mm-hmm and uh they get they start get pushing they start shoving and sean's being like really aggro and then a teacher breaks it up and is like and um the teacher breaks it up yeah yeah <laughs> but it is like oh oh no cody has lost the like he thought sean was his friend which is foolish because sean has been a dick the whole whole movie long correct <laughs>
2: Um, but, you know, Cody's talking to Jess and he's like, he hates this. He's like, Sam won't even look at me. Like everyone thinks that I cheated. Like our guy Cody's down
0: bad. Um, and Jess says, (laughs) wait, what? Jess says it could be worse. Yeah. He's like, how could it be worse? You could be half slug. That's true. (laughs) And uh, then they have this really sweet moment, actually. um, Possibly one of my favorite in the movie, which is. He's like, Cody acknowledges what we have been talking about, which is like, why are you being so nice to me? A few weeks ago, I was treating you like a total jerk. Like, why are you sticking around a fish freak, basically? Mm -hmm. He's like. And he's like, it's because you're a good guy. Mm -hmm. And then Jess goes, oh, shucks, Cody, I love you, too. And he gives him a big hug.
2: (laughs) It's so cute. (laughs) friendship we love friendship here we do
0: love friendship here
2: yeah that night why is he we, there at night but yes, i don't know do, these parents do not keep good track of their son
0: listen they're trying to keep a tiki boat tour tiki tour boat business up and running that's true that night cody goes swimming
2: and mm-hmm. he sees his real mom his oh. mer mom <clears throat>
0: They they like touch hands and a little rainbow, or don't touch hands and like a little rainbow forms between them. Yeah. This is some glow and light situation. Yeah. But we've got a
2: problem mm-hmm. because John Wheatley spots them.
0: Big John. This Wheatley. is not good. <laughs> Things are not good. A man who is crazed about finding out if there's real mermaids has yeah. just seen. Both he saw he saw her and he was like, I knew you'd come back. But then he sees Cody Mm -hmm. and he's like, very interesting or something.
2: (laughs) That Um, night they swim apart. Cody goes back to the mainland or goes back to land. He's at home. He calls Sam and Sam's thinking about picking up, but she doesn't pick up. And he's like, I really need
0: to see you. Like, meet me at the cove tomorrow. I also will say this is when I typed he has a very husky voice for a tween his like voice is like very like like raspy that's what it is it's like he has like a very raspy child's voice interesting interesting <laughs> and there's nothing to, to, to just saying like they they were like this is what 13 year olds think the dream boat is you know <laughs> yeah and they nailed it <laughs> um then next day Jess is with his father and he sees that he's adding did i skip ahead no you're right jess is with his father and he sees that his dad has a new net and he's like dad what is that and he's like it's to catch mermaids this time everyone will believe me because i'll have proof Mm -hmm. and he's like been driven mad by this pursuit um he's very like over the top um and jess is like oh shit i gotta go tell cody um, and he runs to Cody's, he bikes to Cody's house as fast as he can, but, um, Cody's not there because Cody's at the cove waiting for Sam.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Sam actually does meet Cody there. And
2: Sam's like, you could have told me, like, you could have told me what was going on.
0: She's acting like that was the problem she had. We heard what you said about you're a fish, Cody. Yeah.
2: Girl was hella rude, but you know, we don't let that go.
0: Um, you. yeah says that he could have told her they kissed wait that kiss made no sense timing wise yeah i don't know she was could. like he, she was like yeah i'm a lot weirded out but who wouldn't be and cody's like uh, jess jess wouldn't be that's the truth jess was immediately accepting what an ally to the mm-hmm. fish people community i think there's a lot of trans allegory here that i didn't mean to <laughs> discover but i was really like oh Oh. But uh she says I mi- I've missed you Cody and he's like I've missed you too and that's when she kisses him and I'm like is this the moment? But I guess they don't know that Big John's got a big net like Yeah. They they don't they don't know what's coming. Mhm.
2: Cody then goes um I need to show you something. And they go up to the cove and Sam shows no, and Cody shows Sam his mom, his real mom from the water. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden we're panicking because Cody is in like serious pain. Like all of a sudden he like falls to the ground and is in pain and she like like clutching
0: his stomach. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And tells Sam, like, go get my mom and dad. And then we see Cody starting to grow fins. His feet are turning into flippers. Yes. And so we're like, Oh my goodness. Like (laughs) yikes. But then. We see Jess's dad like cover him up with like a blanket, and for
0: the merest of moments, you're like, "Oh, what the, what the, what the fuck is this? A kidnapping? What's going on here?" Yeah. But then he's like, got him in the boat, and he's like, "Hang in there, Cody. We're almost in, buddy." And you're like, "Oh, he's taking him somewhere for help. That's nice." No, you're wrong. You're wrong. You were right the first time. It is a kidnapping. <laughs> and this boy is like. What's going on, Mr. Wheatley? I don't feel so good uh, and just when's Jess get there
2: I okay th- okay, but this is this is what I need to clarify with you all mm-hmm. Does Mr. Wheatley get Cody to use as bait to catch the mermaid? Yes I think or what? So. yes, right mm-hmm. okay, I just want to make sure. We're all on the same alignment that, like, he's a villain for, like, the hottest of seconds.
0: He he is a villain. And um, so Jess, he, he's like, what's going on, Mr. Wheatley? I don't feel so good. I have to get in the water. And he keeps saying, I have to get in the water. And I do understand if, if you were an adult who wasn't Mr. Wheatley, being like, this sick child does not need to get in the water. But he's Mr. Wheatley, which means he knows that it would help him. And he's choosing not to do it. Mm-hmm. But he does pour a bucket of water. He's like, here, this will help you feel better on him. Um, and then Jess shows up and he's like, help me get into the water, Jess. I'm changing fast.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, Jess is starting to help him up and he's like in a lot of pain so he can't make it to the water on his own. But then they see her, his mom and when they see his mom, they like put, they see the net and they're, they're both like shouting at her, no, it's a trap. Mm-hmm. And the dad is like, the, the dad successfully catches the mom and is like, Jess, I got her. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Cody's, Cody's in too much pain to do anything. He's like, we have to help her, Jess. The dad's like, "Everybody's is going to believe me now. It's, there's a lot of drama right now. Big John's finally got his biggest catch of his life. And Cody's worried about his mom, but he can't do anything because he's physically inca- incapacitated. And Jess grabs a fishing knife. And our little hero... The true star of this film, as far as I'm concerned, dives in to help. Mm-hmm. And the dad is like, Jess, what are you doing? Because remember, Jess can't swim. Yeah, or yeah. can he? And he's like, hey, I'm not dead. I can swim. I'm swimming. And he he like dives down and starts cutting the net open. Mm-hmm. He successfully cuts it open. He's like, I did it. I did it. And the dad is devastated. He was like trying to like reel the net back in fast enough, but it's like janky and broken, so it doesn't. And so the mom gets out, but then the net falls loose from where, uh, from the winch or whatever, and drags Jess back underwater. Mm -hmm. And the dad, the dad has a full, thank God, 180 character turn immediately. Like, there is not a moment where he's thinking about the mermaid anymore. He's like, what have I done? Mm-hmm. And he jumps in the water. And he can't get to Jess fast enough. Jess is caught in a net and sinking. And then a beautiful merman swims into the sea and rescues Jess. Cody Cody pulls him up. Mm-hmm. But
2: the boy ain't breathing, so- I am concerned. By this time, Sam and Cody's parents have come. I and- have no idea how
0: far away these two locations are. It's the same <laughs> <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> There's no map of this town. So we she don't got there it. and back. <laughs> um, But Cody's
2: mom is like, help me do CPR. So she's like doing the chest compressions. But like Sam is doing the like mouth to mouth. I don't
0: understand the choice there. Yeah. She was like breathe for him when I tell you Sam. And I think as a child I thought I was like yeah that's that's how you do CPR. You get the nearest child to breathe for the person. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
2: But it's not working and we don't know how to save Jess. But Cody's like stand
0: back. (laughs) He he has no pulse to be clear. (laughs) Like like Dave Coulier is like I don't feel a pulse. (laughs) why i'm laughing this is traumatizing <laughs> no, <laughs> devastating we do not think jess
2: is gonna make it but then cody's like i want to try something and he by his fingertips gives him an electric pulse and he does it twice and then just starts to breathe again
0: Ah! <sighs> and he says a line which is the thing i remember best about this movie was i dreaming or did your girl was your girlfriend Jess kissing me why, I, that line, I said, my God, that's the greatest t- comedy that's ever been written. <laughs> oh,
2: my <laughs> word. I Branded upon my brain. <laughs> um, Jess is rescued, all is well. When we see Cody's mermom from the water, and she's looking, and Cody's like, she wants me to go with her. <laughs> He's the only one who can help me through my changes. Yes! And Cody's adoptive mom is like, but you're my son. Like,
0: you're mine. It's very sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's super fucking sad. Like, there's there's not a version of the end of the story that doesn't end up sad for someone.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I don't like this. Like, why is he having to choose between his moms? But then the mom gives Cody's adoptive mom a look
0: because, you know, they don't let her talk in this movie. She is silenced. Silenced. She is psychically communicating with the other mother. Yes. As she gets. <laughs> I've got mother. my little uh, Charles Xavier fingers on my forehead. <laughs>
2: and so then the adoptive mom is like, she's, she promises that she'll have you back
0: before school starts. She loves you, Cody. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, okay. Right now you have to go with her, but it won't be for forever. Yeah. And the thing is, okay, that's nice for the mom, but why wouldn't it be for forever? Because isn't he, like, what we've been told from the book Jess read earlier is, like, he's a merman now. It's only 13 and under mermen who can, mermaids who can be, like, human kids. What's going on? Does he get some sort of special pass? I don't understand. Where is the 14th year? I have questions. Do we need to make a 14th year? (laughs) I think there should be a sequel. And I think there should also be a 40th year so we can see him raising his children. And I also think... I have a lot of ideas. I think there could be a whole series. Is this the script we write? Is this the script we pitch? <laughs> well, I don't think they'll let us pitch one they've already done, but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> let me get in the room with the right people. Okay. Okay. Um, but yes, Um, Jess is like dad just sees the mermaid and is like dad dad it's a real mermaid and the dad like does not give a shit he's like none of that matters (laughs) he is he has had lost track of what was important and he is back on track now yeah yeah
2: uh sam says don't fall for any what is it
0: mer girls mer girls (laughs) mer girls while you're away (laughs) and dave Cooley is like don't be gone long son and the
2: wheatleys tell him like both both father and son tell him like remember everything that you see down there so you can tell us <laughs> when you come back up
0: which is so wild because it's like oh so he's just you he don't he she was silenced because they don't want us to know she's a grieving mother <laughs> my question is if she doesn't talk how are they supposed to communicate Oh, I think he can do the merpeople psychic thing too. Like he's, he can understand her. It's like how he knew she was there when he showed Sam. Got it. I think they have, I think merpeople uh, do some sort of psychic communication echolocation. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, As a thanks. scientist myself.
2: <laughs> oh, <Not> really. <laughs> um, so yeah, everyone says their Goodbye. He connects with his mom and then we see him jump from the water and he has a full fin now. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And that 90s animation was so great. And yeah.
0: It's beautiful. It's a gorgeous film. Did you listen to the, the credit song? I did not. I saw him leap moments before I got on this record. You please go back and listen to the credit
2: song. I beg of you. Like right now. It needs it it needs you need to listen to it. Okay. One moment. Um it's a it's an original song that they definitely made for this movie. And it's just great. You need to go listen to the lyrics. I'm giving every I'm giving every listener homework. Please go listen to the song. And that plays at the end credits.
0: Is it called My 13th Year?
2: I think so, yeah. So, friends, that's the film. That's the that's the
0: movie. Honestly, we don't need to tell you anything. You just need to go listen to the song. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. By Randy Crenshaw called "My Thirteenth Year." It's uh, yeah. perfect, and it's only fifty-seven seconds. Yes,
2: yes. It was like a song long enough specifically for the credits. But the sushi line is what gets me every time. <laughs> so we we finished the movie we watched it we saw it I'm not great at these transitions but oh, I'm really sorry curious. I,
0: I I wanted to listen to the last 15 seconds oh I remember the tune it's oh, no. so I... weird in my third <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't remember the tune I didn't remember anything I just enjoyed the song it was like oh, listening to it for the first time
0: a delight uh, it's also on an album called here's premieres um, Disney Channel original movie soundtracks <laughs>
2: i need that immediately <laughs>
0: yeah um all right so yeah so should we talk about cast we should we should we talked a little bit
2: about our main character cody played by Jean, you want to say his name
0: chez starbuck yes
2: um this was his first movie that he like ever started
0: mm-hmm.
2: um honestly did not do much like after that like he did a couple of things but not much after. I have no notes on him.
0: Um, my only thing is, I know that he's shown up again to do, like, um, some Christy Carlson Romano videos and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah. He, he, I think he reunited, like, with other DCOM stars, which is nice to know. Gotcha. I know they have a community of those who still wish to be. Gotcha. In the, in the media, yes. Um, our girl Sam, played by Courtney
2: Draper. Draper? Mm-hmm. Draper? Draper, um she's in stepsister from planet weird which i have yet to see i still have not seen that If um, i've seen it i don't
0: remember it okay
2: um she's done and then she was also in a show which like i don't know if i'm like making a new memory but like i i do remember maybe i might have seen an episode she was a series regular in the show the jersey like I out from 99 to 2004 And the premise of the show on MTV is a group of friends become famous athletes thanks to a magic jersey.
0: Wait, it was on Disney Channel and it aired for five years and I have never in my life That's what I was saying. Like, I was like, I, did I see this? Like, might I, might I have seen an episode of this? I don't know. But it sounded vaguely, vaguely familiar. But the show had several athletes as guest actors, including... I'm going to just skip ahead to the first one I read. Tony Hawk, yes! Layla, Layla Ali, Peyton Manning. And it also says Sabrina Bryan, and she is famous among DCOM stars, but not for being an athlete. Wow. There were many, many more names than that, but I just said the the four that I immediately recognized. That's shocking. Um, and I didn't know a thing about it. Yeah. Um that is so interesting. I think I've seen Stepsister from Planet Weird, but not, like, well enough to remember it. Yeah. Like, I don't know that. Or, like, yeah. But she um is also in an episode of Veronica Mars, which has happened with, a, uh, like, the mom from Phantom of the Megaplex, right? Mm-hmm. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Every now and then one of them will have turned up in Veronica Mars. Yeah. I was going to say she's done a lot of, like,
2: one episodes of TV shows. Mm-hmm. Veronica mm-hmm. Mars, Buffy... But I saw that she does a lot of like voice acting or voice work now. She's yeah. like
0: won awards. I, I she hasn't done anything too big, I guess, since t- 2020. Um, but she does a lot of video game work and has won awards for Bioshock Infinite in 2013. So, like, I think she's great at that. And I do. I think that's something I've occasionally seen, like decom people start st- continue doing either voices or video games and i'm excited because i always want them to have continued careers and success Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: the guy who played jess justin john ross he hasn't worked in 20 years but when back in the 90s like my guy was booking all the shows
0: like is it because he looked like a young um what what's his name do you know who i'm Talking about, oh, wait, let me just find his name. A young Rick Moranis. Maybe. <laughs> it looks like he's in multiple Rick Moranis movies. Okay, go on. Sorry, say what you were going to
2: say. Oh, no, only that he was just like in a bunch of TV shows in the 90s. Like he was in The Nanny and like.
0: Wait, and is it is because he looked like a young Rick Moranis. He played a young Rick Moranis in two different movies. Oh, help. <laughs> <laughs> Little Giants and Big Bully.
2: Okay, but I also love Little Giants. It's one of my favorite movies, and the director of this movie is also the director of Little oh, Giants.
0: Maybe that's why it had such quality. Yeah, yeah, but yes. Um, so he does. He Rick Moranis is the 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 coach. The, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he does look like him, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> now that you say it, it's like making sense. Wait. So the thirteenth year. Um. Yeah, he was all over the place. He has one thing upcoming. Oh, Crayola, really? Mm, Crayola Kid Adventures, Tale of Gulliver's Travels. Sounds like he might be doing a vo- voice or something was never released that he filmed decades ago. Okay. Okay. I think probably, I think it is something, yeah, it looks like this is, I don't know why this would be called upcoming on IMDb. It looks like it was filmed 25 years ago. Okay. But, um, yeah, do we know what about? What? Do we know what he's up to now? I don't. No, I don't. I don't either. I was gonna say probably the most
2: famous person in this movie was the dad, David Cooler. Cooler?
0: Cooler? Coolier. yeah. He was okay. the celeb here.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Uncle Jesse from Full House. Um The mom, again, like she really hasn't acted since like 2001, 2002, but she was like in a lot of like one episodes for a bunch of shows.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, So uh, that's that. The dad who played Mr. Wheatley, Brent Briscoe, he passed away in 2017, but he did a lot of TV work. Like a lot of t- TV work. His face
0: is very recognizable yes, to me.
2: Yes. He was like... As soon as I went through his IMDb, I was like, oh, he was in, like, Scandal and this. Like, I recognized him at at least from, like, three or four different TV shows. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, He's been in everything. Because he was in National Treasure 2. He was in Spider-Man 2. Pops up all over the place.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about the director. Uh, This director decom legend um he not a, so we talked about little giants which is a movie i love but he also directed halloween town mm-hmm. double teamed oh my right God. on track
0: now you see it tiger cruise and this movie what a star he's given us so much
2: yes he also has done a lot of editing work apparently he edited star wars return of the jedi oh shit yeah Wait, that's so, so long ago. I know. He did that, but he's also, I also saw on his IMDb that he's like directed like two episodes of The Clone Wars as well.
0: Wow. Again,
2: I series. So,
0: he does work. And he was like the assistant editor on the first two Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Wow, and he got promoted for number three. Yeah. That's so exciting.
2: Yeah.
0: Wow, yeah, he's so- a busy, busy guy with like a really or like not even busy, busy, but just like has a really incredible resume. Mm-hmm. He switched from t- TV to from movies to TV for a bit in the 90s. And that's when he had his big run of DCOMs. Yeah. And now it looks like he's back to movies again. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I am. Yeah, that's really cool. That's all I have for cast. He's also been Boba, F- Boba Fett what? Mm-hmm. But not as an actor. He was, um, during the San Anselmo country fair, Dunham became the first person to portray Star Wars bounty hunter Boba Fett in the character's public debut. He had previously filmed a screen test of the costume. Oh. That's big. Cause it's, he's not the person who plays him, but yeah. he's the first person to ever be him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So the cast, uh, yeah, Dave Coulier is the star. The director is also a star. I'm trying to see if the writer has done a ton else. Um, 13th year is her her magnum opus, I would say. She's <laughs> done some visual effects elsewhere, but um, yeah, 13th year is her her big one. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else. There's another decom mermaid movie we avery was texting me about how this felt very similar to um luck of the irish yeah i was gonna say that
2: i don't know if you felt that but i was like oh it's a young popular middle school boy who like all of a sudden like weird things are happening and like he doesn't know why and it has to do with like his heritage or like who he really is and i was like
0: it did feel similar. But that's what what's crazy to me is that there is another decom about mermaids starring our boy Ryan Mer- Merriman. It makes me want to watch that one.
2: Which one came out first? Because this movie came out in 1999. When did Ring of Endless Light?
0: I think Ring of Endless Light is second.
2: Oh, yeah, really? that's
0: 2002. Yeah. Okay. I've and never watched it.
2: And Luck of the Irish comes out when?
0: I think that was 2000. Let's find out. I think it was 2001. Yeah, 2001. Okay. Ryan had a busy couple of years back then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I've never seen Ring of Endless Light, but Misha Barton's in it. Oh! (laughs) Wait, (laughs) and Jared Padalecki? Okay. That's (laughs) Dean from Gilmore Girls. There was no reaction from Avery, but he's... He's he's a star in my eye. I yes,
2: I know. I know. Supernatural, Gilmore Girls. There was no excitement.
0: <laughs> I don't know, that just feels like a three Ryan Merriman is obviously the biggest of the three stars in my eyes, but two pretty big teen stars, people who became pretty big teen stars off yeah. of the Disney Channel. I'm yeah. excited about that one. We should consider doing that soon. Okay. A little mermaid to mermaid comparison. Ooh. Ooh all right i think that's all we have is that all we have for i think that's all we have for the 13th year all right that is in fact all we have for the 13th year now it's been a while and our inbox has remained empty
2: yeah i checked the inbox during the episode and nobody has emailed
0: i don't understand because if you had a crush on someone the way sam has a crush on cody wouldn't you want to anonymously tell us, your friends? Is there a way for you to do it anonymously? No. Should we make that Google form? Yes. If we made that Google form, would you? I'll wait for you to answer now. I think I heard some yeses from the future, and that makes me feel great. Okay. <laughs> <Avery>. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just love,
2: I just love your hope, your, your... Your dreams, your hopes, your
0: dreams. I just think we would, I think we're great at talking about decoms. I think, think about how good we are about talking about decoms. We're 1000 times better at gossiping. Oh, at that's absolutely true. Talking about crushes. That is why we were such good students in English literature in high school. We gossiped about the Scarlet literature.
2: Listen, you should have seen us junior year calling each other every night to be like did you read what was on page
0: dimsdale did what (laughs) listen i remember the name dimsdale because of that (laughs) that's a good book (laughs) uh, things are a little uh hot and heavy a little racy (laughs) there's the The earl was weirdest. All right. Thank you so much for listening. We've been from A to Xenon. I'm Jahan, and you can find me at jahan413 on all platforms, I think. And you can find Adam at the podcast, Adam, across all platforms. Uh, you can find me
2: at CamilleSays36 on X, Twitter. I
0: oh, I was going to say Twitter. That's so funny. Yeah. 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 Interesting. What a time we live in.
2: You know, I know. Nobody
0: calls it X, though, right? No. No. All right. Thank you so much. And uh, now listen to my 13th year.